Yeah, so yeah, last time I remember, uh, well, I'll tell you, my kid, my daughter is nine tomorrow, nine years old. I mean, what, I don't understand it, honestly. And well, that's happy birthday to your daughter. But yeah, I remember, and she was very young, and I, I can't remember if she poked her head in or if I maybe just remember the setting that you were in. It was, I was in her bedroom, yeah. I was, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I've got a boy as well now, and he's five. Oh, congrats. That's lovely. I have, I have two boys and a girl since the last time we talked. So we've both been quite busy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow, amazing. And, and the film we're going to talk about as well, which is no surprise, is related to, to, to this in a, in a big way for yourself. Um, I mean, we did talk about this before. It's great that we've... It must be five years. It must be. I think, yeah, because the mo- speed dating... 2014 i want to say it might have been more than five years actually it's a couple of years after it was released i don't think i had it i don't think i had a kiddo at that time my oldest is six so i think you did i think you you had a baby baby, yeah okay then then you're right then it's probably around five years yeah wow fantastic um so i'll ask you some basic questions you know about the festival as well of course you know we you were there at the beginning Uh, nothing much has changed hopefully the awareness has um, mm-hmm. and the festival itself it, people know about it now you know people say oh, I love your festival I'm a, and I, I'm sort of like oh you've heard of it it's a bit of a surprising yeah so it's strange because it's all online you don't really get yeah. a lot of you know you don't get to see people join big queues they don't need a pass so you don't really get that kind of feedback so it's nice so hopefully yeah. this will be the biggest one uh, this year um, so well done for cho- for your film being chosen. Um, I, I, you know, I really enjoyed it. It was very different to a lot of the other films that we had. Um, very serious subject, I suppose, but you've done it in a very light-hearted way. You know, the jury that we we have the ten-person jury that judge these films, like we did last time. I don't know if we did do it last time. I can't remember. But um, I think your speed dating film was a couple of years old back then, so it didn't do the yeah. awards, but yeah. Um, it made them think, it, it was like, what's this about? What, what's, what's going on? Because you go from one type of media to another, uh, and that's a really good way to throw an audience, but make them, make them think. So should we just go straight into to, to that film? I mean, yeah. I suppose influences really, What what is your background in sort of, I suppose animation's a big thing because I know speed dating was kind of like live action, but you animated it in a certain way. Where does that love come from, and how do you how does one get into that kind of industry? Oh, that's that's a good question. Um, well, I am I'm kind of this hybrid. I I love animation, so I studied animation, but I also studied filmmaking, and somehow I'm kind of like this this hybrid where we're in speed dating. It was, I was animating humans and doing a lot of stop motion. So we shot everything frame by frame. And in this movie, um, Oh baby, uh, I kept that. So if you stick, if you, if you watch it, there's a large section of animation and we built this really intricate world. Um, and it led to one of my obsessions, which is Rube Goldberg. Uh, so I don't know if you've heard of Rube, uh, Goldberg, but he, he would always create these fantastical, really intricate uh, machines that would do very, very simple things, you know? So you kind of watch all these things happening. So um, I was able to kind of work that into this film. And on the other side, I've been obsessed with big Hollywood uh, dance numbers, uh, 
you know, if you know Busby Berkeley back in the 30s, uh, the movies he made, so that when you open and it's that big dance number, that's really kind of where I was, uh, so where, where it was coming from. Those were two things, uh, Busby Berkeley, Old Hollywood, um, and then the Rube Goldberg, those machines, but also tackling such a, you know, a big topic that was going on in my life is uh, uh, my husband and I were trying to have babies and we just weren't having any luck. So, um, you know, and we tried for a long time and thought that it wasn't possible. And it just made me think, you know, how do you bring these beans into the world? Um, and uh, we turned to science. And so that machine is, is a bit of that, but it's also, you know, you, when you do IVF or you do that, you don't know if it's going to work. Right. So there's a bit of magic in it as well. So um, that that machine represents that for me is that, you know, the magic and the mystery and like all that kind of coming together, things could go terribly wrong or they could they could work or you don't know, you know, Um, and you kind of just have to kind of put it out there and I guess and just hope a little magic happens. And that's kind of where we were because we were kind of at the end. We were like, is this going to work or not? So that's great. That's quite it's quite a candid approach I suppose because did you want the audience to interpret their own way perhaps see the mechanics of the female form or or something else no there's been a lot of different interpretations and you know we kind of uh, a big chunk of our festival play happened over the pandemic so I wasn't able to be in person um, but I was lucky enough to screen in front of an audience like the you know cast and crew and family and you know uh, people from you know, friends and all that. And I did kind of, so that was an interesting screening because I got to talk before it and I kind of got to tell them all that. Um, And I think I might've, and it was very emotional. There was a lot of people that were, you know, had like this emotional uh, journey, much like I felt like I had to make it to go through this journey because I also lost a baby. Um, I mean, I had a miscarriage and it was how I was processing it. And it was kind of like how art kind of feeds into it. it was how I grieved and how I got, I don't know. It was just a process to get to the other side. And then also to be like, this is so beautiful because I've also, I have nothing to complain about. I'm so lucky. I've had three beautiful yeah. children, you know, but for some reason that baby that I just needed to tell a story and, and how, um, it just wasn't their time and it, and it just, but it was more of the whole process. Like how do humans come to be like, how do you, how are you there? And how am I here? You know? Um, and then that we're made of all of this stuff, you know, and it's, it's, it's kind of a magical, magical thing. So um, I don't know if I've lost your question, but it was, no. it was, it, it was, it, it was cathartic in a way. And it was something I had to make. Uh, I guess as an artist, it was very different than something I've, things I've done in the past. And I think uh, filmmaking can be fun. It was a journey, right? Um, yeah. In the cl- yeah. I was going to say, it must be a journey because sometimes if we, if, if we want to bounce back from something or we need some kind of relief, usually it's, it's quick relief. But this is animation, this is filmmaking, this is a process that this is going to be a long catharsis. So that must have been interesting for you. It must have... I suppose helped you in a way, but made it linger. Yeah, it you know, and it's funny because this process took a couple years because um, I'm a I'm a teacher at a, a DePaul University here in Chicago, and it was the first time that I uh, I teach in the film school and the animation school, but I was able to pair with the the theater school, 
and I got to pair with the music school. So we had a live orchestra that, you know, that we had a composer that wrote the music and then a live score. And then we got to work with dancers for months and months and months. And the relationships that I was able to form with these actors and my composer and the choreographer, it was just, it became like a little family. We were like a family unit trying to, you know, navigate our way and uh, create something that wasn't there before. And it, it was just such a, um, I keep using this word magical time, um, especially for me, because it was just, uh, it was hard, you know, any kind of filmmaking, figuring things out, you have a, you have a problem or you have something you have to solve. I love that, right? But collaboratively, we were able to do it together and it, and it really just ended up being a, a really lovely experience because we had at times 70 to 80 people on set when we actually shot um, because of the big uh, dance number and, you know, everybody that we needed. So, um, and then there was other times when we were shooting with animation, we had a much smaller crew. And so then that was a whole different family. It was just, it was, it was just a really lovely um, part of my life and uh, mm. for the people that I was able to work with, so. Did you know you were going to do live action and then animation? I know you wanted the transitions of kind of starts human, then it becomes machinery, but did you know you wanted to do that? I know you love animation, so I assume that was going to be part of it anyway, but yeah, did you, did I kind of- all focused? Yeah, you're right. For a while, you know, it was like, do I do all animation um, or do I do all live action? And I was like, well, I wanted to try to see if I could merge these worlds together or if at least that they could, you, the audience could have a journey. And could we butt these together or at least somehow put them together where it felt like one film, you know? Um, because oftentimes my brain kind of goes all these different directions. But uh, I've always been obsessed with dance numbers and uh, big moments and, and movies. I mean, sometimes I, I thought like, you know, as a kid, I was like, wouldn't it be great if I just stood on this table and I started singing and dancing, you know, <laughs> yeah. I'm, not a, I'm not a singer or a dancer, but I just, I love that moment in a movie where they could do that. And it was just like, they started telling their story that way. Um, and so uh, I think I wanted to, I dreamed big with this because I wanted costumes like, you know, each one was intricate, one of a kind, designed for each of these people and um, amazing actors and dancers. And uh, so they could tell their own little story and notice, you know, like how they jump down and how yeah. they uh, move on to the next part of the film is all very unique to to them. Um, it's a little bit of, there's a little bit of Bob Fosse there as well, surely, because the, the early bit reminds me of the opening of all that jazz, you know, when he's auditioning. There's, there's that kind of, and that, that audition process as well is probably fits your your narrative, I suppose, as well. Uh, is Bob Fosse an influence or is that a ridiculous question? Yeah, I mean, I, I love Bob Fosse. Um, and that, yeah, I want to do jazz hands right now <laughs> yeah, <laughs> saying yeah. that. But, you know, there's just something about that type of um, when you're watching uh, a Fosse or a Berkeley, Buzz Berkeley or whatever, like you just, you just get energy from it, you know? And it's, it's, it's spectacle and it's wow. And you're like, how'd they do that? But you also, um, there's story, there's narrative in there too, right? But it, it, it just, it, it's like adding jazz hands, you know? Like there's, <laughs> he couldn't just say it, but why don't you show us? Um, and I guess I just wanted to see if, if I could create a world like that, you know, like, the old school, like above uh, the camera goes on a crane and you have the great geometrical shapes and yeah. something that if you just took a still out of it, it's beautiful, right? Like it's, mm. but there's also a story that's building there and you just have to kind of wait for it to, to unfold. Yeah, so, I know it'd be like the, whole, like the kaleidoscopes with the, the links all in sync and I know, I know you, I could see that. Um, yeah. 
Do you think you're ever going to make a musical in the future? Is that something? That's, I would be open <laughs> to it. I'd love to, uh, I absolutely would love to do a big choreographer, choreographed piece, you know, um, it doesn't have to be tied to animation, but yeah, I loved working with dancers and, and these were all students or alumni. They're not actual, there's a couple of them that are dancers, but the rest are, you know, just rehearsed in, you know, months and months. But, um, yeah, i I found it very rewarding. I would absolutely do it again. Which of the two, which of the two halves, as much as I don't want to keep segregating your film, but the live action and the dancing, you mentioned months of choreography there and then the animation, what, how was the process different and what was the most, what challenges did you get from each type of media? Well, that's a great question because they both have their own intricate, you know, things you have to figure out. So, and they both have a lot of prep. So the, the dancers, it was, it was like a months and months of working with a choreographer and a composer and, you know, what comes first? Does the music come first or do we work with the dancers? Do we, you know, and then how do we get them to learn? Cause the, the dance number was even longer than this and we cut it down, um, uh, you know, because when you do it on stage, it, we found it's, it's definitely different than if you cut it to a film, right? Yeah. So, um, so there were some learning moments there. And then for the animation, there was a lot of prep and a lot of building, you know, and a lot of seeing, hey, how is this going to work? Um, we built a, a, a room, uh, you know, it was probably a 20 by 20 room. So everything is one to one scale, which is is not normal in animation. Um, be, it's it, like the, the oven, you know, is like, you know, three feet by two feet. So it, it's wow. it's quite large. Um, and a lot of times you do all that on kind of miniature scale, but I wanted to be able to uh, have multiple animators in the set at the same time, you know, is that big wide shot and all that. So anyway, um, it was just a lot of prep and a lot of trial and error for, for both. So it felt like I was almost making two different movies and then obviously in post is how do you get them to work together. Yeah, it does work as well. It's, it's, it's clever. Um, my my five-year-old boy has actually, actually watched it. And obviously it's different different for children, but you can see how it's almost catered for a child to watch as well with dancing and then animation. Who doesn't want to see balls like in a factory line of, uh, you know, that kind of thing. We all love that when we were kids. Um, Great. Yeah, my kids like it. They love the colourful balls. Uh, and they, I got to tell you, they ask lots of interesting questions. I'm like, well, I hadn't thought of that. Well, I hadn't thought of that. So I just love it that, you know, yeah. yeah. So. What about the colours? Are the colours significant? Especially with both, in both aspects. Yeah, no, they kind of represent uh, all the the people that you see. They obviously, the transition to the next world, they kind of represent that. But really what uh, is that we are all made of the same stuff. Do you know what I mean? Like the yeah. all the colors, there's no, you know, emotions, DNA, what is this and that. It doesn't go that necessarily that deep, but we're all made we're all the same like right we all with these scatterings of, of bits and all that and we come back and that who we are is all the ingredients that's been put into us right like yeah. but we're all essentially made of the same stuff so we come from the same place right um and so i you know there was a time when i was making this there you know the world was a crazy place and it still is and you know yeah. a lot of division and this and that and i i guess part of me was like i just wanted to kind of go back to is like hey everybody let's just stop we're, and think for a second. It's like, we're, we're, there's no difference, really. There no. aren't, there isn't. And so we all came from this same place. So can we just take a deep breath and like, uh, yeah, and be a little kinder to each other. 
So. Yeah, and it does have the shapes, sizes, colours, without it being a political film. It's not about race. It's not, you know, it's just, a, it is literally, we're all the same, different, we're all different, but we're made from the same. Yeah. That's exactly, that's, that's ultimately what I was trying to get across. Um, it, I mean, is, what, what's the writing process? And we're going back now, I suppose, to before you even picked up any clear or anything. But how do you write something like this? Uh, well, that's, it's funny. Uh, yeah, all of my films kind of usually start with a bit of an, I, you know, like I maybe have a shot or an idea in my head and then it kind of builds out from there. So I knew the message that like I said, like I, how, what our bodies have to go through to have a baby. And I'm, you know, when you put science and all that, but it, uh, I, I definitely wanted to do a dance number. Like I, I, I was kind of obsessed with that, like big, big. And then, um, how do I tell that story and in integrate animation? So, but I start with like shots in my head, like overhead intricate shots that I was thinking and then yeah. this machine. Um, and then I start writing, like I write it all, you know, like a little outline and then prose and then, and then it develops into a script just like you would read, just like a regular script, except there's no dialogue, but there's lots of description. You know, it's, it comes out to be, you know, a 10 page script, just like it's, yeah, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. Do you, do you think you can make something like this into a feature? Do you think that would work? Or do you think it'd just be, it's too stretched a story? I don't think I would do this. Uh, I would tell um, a story of, of, of a woman going through some, making these choices and all that. And that would be, and I would love to have, you know, there'd be dialogue and all that, but that would be a whole different film. So, mm. um, but I definitely think the idea behind it could absolutely be, be made into a, a longer narrative film um, so I'll give you a couple of quotes from the a couple of the jury members when we watch the film I ask them to make notes um, so I'll just give you a couple of that so I suppose pull quotes we'll call them <laughs> um, Oh Baby is a visual splendour combining colour, music and dance into a vibrant conception of life, one that is both joyous and haunting so you know uh, and the other, one of the ladies put a perfect metaphor of the female body extremely delicate complicated work put through for the creation of a new one you know so people understand it so how does that make two, you feel that was brilliant those were great <laughs> that that i wow that was wonderful yeah i suppose it's better than people saying what was that about but again well, i suppose no, you want that as well don't you i do and i i think it, it's always nice when you can talk about it um like this is really lovely but it it did like i i love that that um jury member was talking about the female body because really it comes from me right like it was the amount of shots and appointments and I actually had to do surgeries and all that kind of stuff to actually get my body ready to have a baby right so it was like I just felt like this machine at times right but also it, it can be what we have to go through you know and um you know my husband went through it as well in a way like just this emotional journey and so watching this thing go down um you know, conveyor belt and all that, like, is it going to be okay? Or is yeah. it going to make it, you know, like, yeah. it's like every weekly check and you're like, is it going to work? Is it not? Is it, you know? And so, um, that, I'm, it, it was, it, I wanted it to be wider than that. Not just about a specific, um, just me or just trying to have a baby. It was, it was also bigger than that, but it, it, it was obviously touching on, on my experiences. It's possibly the perfect way to to explain to someone, I've, I've not been through that really, but um, I suppose it's a good way to explain to someone 
you know, this is the, the trauma of it without it being like a bleak, uh, you know, it's complete retelling, you know. Um, so I, I really, I really loved it. I, I, I mean, I'm glad, I'm glad we we, we touched base again. Um, yeah, what, 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 what do you have next? What's next for you? What do you have planned? Are you doing anything at the moment? Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's been a little hard because, um, uh, just, you know, when is it safe to get out there? Uh, mm. I did shoot a, a commercial, um, for a company over there in the UK. Uh, you are here. We did a deluxe paint commercial, which was really fun. Um, oh, really? Right. yeah, so we did, but it was pixelation, which is stop motion, uh, with humans. And we did some fun stuff. So that should hopefully be coming out soon, or maybe you'll, you're seeing it on the TV oh, now. look out for that. Yeah. 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 Um, but you'll recognize it cause it's, you know, frame by frame stop motion, but had so much fun actually, uh, went over to Bulgaria with the team and we, we shot over there um, and had a blast. Um, I'm writing some stuff right now. And so uh, it, funny enough, it's just kind of about, you know, the experiences that were end. you know, I've, I've done a PSA um, right after uh, the Parkland shootings here in Florida, you know, they were trying to arm teachers. And so I, uh, myself and writer Anna Hosian, uh, created a PSA, just how kind of absurd that idea is, you know, to kind of make you think. And so we're, we're in, we're in the writing phase of, um, we have a couple ideas of, you know, just commentary, just to make people think about what's happening, you know, yeah. mask wearing and, and all that good stuff. So. You've got plenty of, plenty of subject matter. You've got yeah. plenty of inspiration. You don't need to go watch anyone films. You can just yeah. look outside if you're allowed to and right. the stories are right there, aren't they? Yeah, but there's also yeah, it's it's fun. It's the I, the thought of being able to start shooting again. You know, I've got a notebook full of ideas. So, um, working on scripts and seeing what's practical and possible in this world that we're living in right now. <laughs> so. Yeah. Well, it's uh, it's it, it is a really good film. I really, I really enjoyed it. It, it got us talking, you know, and it, the, what it what it's about as well. It just gives it a different layer as well. I think so. You know, oh, it means a lot. Thank you. Yeah, and hopefully we'll we'll you know do your next film and we'll we'll chat again and you'll have different pictures on the wall and <laughs> yeah. our, our children will all be growing up and oh my goodness me. <laughs> That's crazy. Well, it is. It's like it feels like we snapped and we were talking. You know, I can't believe it's been five years, but I, I can't. I will say I can't. I know. Well, we'll do it again, and you'll be in another fun location. I love that you love films and, and, you know, really lovely that you selected Oh Baby and that we can share it um, because that's why we made it. And that's why I did. So, and have conversations like this, you know, know. thank you very much. No, thank you. We should have done it before. We should have just spoke before now, but, you know, it's, it's, it's always good to do a bit of a Zoom call now. We just can't yeah. really person, but. Please tell your jurors thank you for those lovely quotes. That was, that made my day. <laughs>